Hi everyone,、uh, this is Kumiko,、um, and you're tuning in to Curious Kumiko. Today is a special episode because I have a guest with me today, a special, special guest.、Um, <laughs> Um, she's my dear friend who I met in Vancouver, but we also share a lot of similarities in also where we are from originally.、Um, and yeah, I'm so excited to have her in this podcast since this is my first、uh, episode with a guest. So,、um, yeah, please welcome Phoebe. Phoebe, thank you so much for joining this episode today. Thanks, Kumi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm、yeah. a bit nervous. I don't know if you are. Yeah, I guess a little bit.、Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what you wanted to talk about. <laughs> Today, but I know this is kind of your stream of consciousness.、Um, yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. I think that was the whole idea of this podcast is to just, you know, freestyle or just, yeah, just talk、um, just freely, whatever comes to my mind. And yeah, just enjoy yeah. the process. So. I don't know exactly if it's like really entertaining for the listeners, but I mean, you know, I think with the theme that we have、um, with this podcast, maybe it will help some people, hopefully. So that's yeah. How, how did your week go? What was,、um, was there anything pressing or anything that kind of stressed you out or anything on your mind? Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the week was good, I think. Actually, I think 2021 overall so far has been going well. I think 2020, especially in my case, around the summer to the fall, was a little bit like the hardest period for me, just mentally. And yeah, so today I, I wanted to talk about mental health as a You know, a big umbrella topic because I know it's like endless. Like, we could just make a whole podcast about mental health itself.、Um, but yeah, I think I think in my third episode, I, I was talking about、um, mental health and I said, like, towards the end of, of that episode, that、um, I want to talk with someone about it because I think it's, it's, yeah, a very big topic. And so,、um, anyway. But yeah, I think 2021 so far has been good. How about you? How has it been? Yeah, I think it's okay. Like for myself, like I find, okay, this might sound pretty bad because, you know, I have my daily, like nine to five job, right? And then、yeah. on the side, I, I'm a writer. So,、mm. you know, that's like really what.、Um, I really, really like doing. And for myself, I find that if I don't have enough time to write, my mental health is actually, it kind of suffers a little bit. Like, I find myself getting like really frustrated. Like, I don't even do my chores, I don't wash the dishes, like, I don't work out.、Um, 
if I don't have enough time and space to write or even, you know, just read for inspiration.、Um, and this might sound really bad, but, you know, like, especially during the holidays, I mean, you have certain social obligations, right? Even if I'm away from my family, you know, like, I, I had like a social distance,、um, you know, Christmas and New Year's with friends and everything. And then even after that,、um, you know, it's just like through the week,、um, you kind of meet up with your friends, you know, after work and stuff. And that's why I haven't had really enough time to write. So this week, I actually just made it a point not to see anyone. <laughs> And、yeah. I found that it was actually so good. Mmm, interesting. <laughs> it might sound really bad. So, you're the first friend I saw this week virtually. <laughs> oh, wow. Actually, interesting. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was already an introvert, but I think I'm like next level introvert now. With like <laughs> COVID. So you're the first friend I've probably spoken to this year. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. I think. I mean, yeah. But how does it affect you? I mean, if, if, if you're fine with that though, then it's not really a problem. Like, You know, if you're kind of happy, just kind of, you know, chilling at home, it's not, I don't think it's really a problem. It's only a problem when, when, you know, you start to feel that it actually affects your life or your mental health. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean,、uh, like you said, I mean, you know, writing for you is like your outlet, right? And, and it gives you that, I don't know, that. Battery to push through with like other stuff you do. For me, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I think of like what is that energy giving activity? And I don't really have one particular like hobby or activity that I do that I'm like very passionate about that gives me a lot of energy. And I think that was also part of the problem. Because, like, when the quarantine started last year and then we had to be at home much longer than we usually are used to, I think, you know, I started with like YouTube and like all these streaming,、um, yeah, platforms and Netflix and all that. And then I started getting a bit like, not bored, but like, it's this weird mix of bored and overwhelmed at the same time. Because... What I thought about is that you're inputting so much information and you're not like releasing it. Like you're just absorbing it, but you're not doing anything with it.、Exactly. So for me, like I started this podcast also just, you know, one day I was walking, taking a walk, and then it just came to me. I was like, maybe I should start a podcast to talk about the things that I always think about. And I've been like absorbing so much information with, you know, from everything like in the, the realm of relationships and human communicate, like human relationships, communication,、um, yeah, psychotherapy, psychology, all these stuff that maybe it's interesting to talk about it. So that, Sort of started to be my outlet, 
and then there's like other mini outlets that I have like working out or eating a good meal or you know um I don't know like playing video games or something like that but um yeah I think that outlet is hard to find it right yeah I guess so um but I think because our daily lives you know it's generally so busy that we don't have the time to stop and think that you know what is it that I really want to do like if I have a creative outlet like what is it and I think it's actually just good for everybody to have some kind of you know outlet whether and I mean it doesn't I guess have to be creative although I think you know it's good for people to be able to create or make something for themselves yeah. but for other people maybe it's like working out or yeah I don't know um yeah just doing stuff you know I think there comes a point after watching all of the Netflix shows that it's like you're done like you know you have to do something else right yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, like, so I think it's easy when someone is, like, physically ill or, like, not feeling well. But when you're, like, not mentally maybe there, like, when you're not really, I don't know, it's it's weird to say you're not mentally healthy because we don't really say that. But, like, no one really says, like, you know, how's your mental health, right? Mm -hmm. Like, when you're sick, you're like, oh, how is... How are you like are you still you know feverish or something like that but um like i think maybe especially last year with like a lot of things that has been happening in the world like mental health has been like a big topic overall at least that's the impression i get but um is that something that you've been like conscious of since before or just like maybe recently yeah i think i've always been sort of conscious of it um just because you know i grew up in a pretty stressful environment both my parents were entrepreneurs and both of them have really really big type a personalities you know so for me to kind of cope with that environment like I always had to find my own center so I think ever since I was young um, you know it's always been maybe in the back of my mind and I've always been you know just trying to find my center and for me that was writing so I've always been writing you know like even if it wasn't published like just on my own um, And of course, in high school, like I took all of the creative writing classes that was provided. And then in in university as well, I took all the, you know, um, literature electives, even though that wasn't my major. And I just Mm -hmm. continued writing on my own. And it's only, I guess, in my mid-20s that I um, started to think, you know, maybe I could actually try to publish something. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and so, and you know, and I've found, I guess it was in my mid to late 20s that I really realized that writing was what kept me balanced mentally. Mm. And it Mm. was, um, 
yeah, just like it was just good for me overall. Yeah. Yeah. But、mm. how about you? Like, is is it something that you've always kind of thought about, or is it more recently that you've thought about mental health? I think I would say I thought of mental health a lot more when I turned twenty five, because twenty five for me was like my turning point on so many levels. Like, that was the age that I. Um, you know, became independent more in a sense. Like I was in a long relationship back then, and then when that ended,、um, that was a huge transition for me. Because then, from being, you know, almost like a fifty-fifty unit to now, I'm like on my own, was like a crazy feeling and scary also. And I had to kind of navigate through all of it without having like a manual or anything, you know. Like no one's really giving you what to do or how to do it. And yeah, I mean, it started from like, where am I gonna live? To like, you know, how am I going to, yeah, do some paperwork that I've never done before? Do all that. So for me, I I was so conscious, like if.、Um, You know, if I'm not okay, things are not going to move forward, and that's when I kind of buckled up and be like, okay, like fun is over, you know, like let's get to it. And then when that shift just kind of naturally happened to me, I made it a point to work out. Like, and and the reason behind that、uh, was also because I gained a lot of weight back then from I think all the stress and all the transition that was happening. So. Um, I was having a difficult time, like doing normal things, like you know, like maybe walking、um, up the stairs or just yeah, like I mean, not not so much, but like it was not comfortable. I didn't really feel comfortable. I I always had like acid reflux and and kind of bloated, you know, that feeling. It felt uncomfortable. So overall. I made it a point to to work out, and I started slowly, slowly, and then, so in the end, I ended up doing it regularly for about two years, and that allowed me to not only lose weight but just mentally keep me balanced, like you said. But the thing with working out, in for me at least, is like once you get to a point. Where you're satisfied, and maybe you're like, okay, I feel like I look good. I feel like I feel good. You know, the maintaining part is is a bit difficult. And I'm also a bit of a person that kind of goes through phases in life. So I have this phase where I'm like really into fitness, and I'm like really invested in it. And then there's a phase where I'm kind of like a slouch, or you know, like. Not really doing anything, so I think that's the challenge for me. And when you're not mentally healthy, like when you're stressed out and you don't really have that outlet, or you didn't, you don't, your phase is not really there of what your new new hobby is, then it's kind of like not good to. It's not a good place to be in. So. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like I go through phases as well where I'm working out regularly, and then you know something happens, right? Like life happens, and then you 
you don't have enough time and then once you stop like it's hard to get back on that horse again yeah 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 exactly i, I don't know like if there are actually people who do you know their daily routine like consistently like without any breaks i don't know if there are any people like that in the world i know right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Yeah, I don't know. Maybe for people who do fitness as their career, yeah, it's like they true. can't really quit it. Yeah. But, But I've been listening yeah. to um, these podcasts about... Um, oh, just this morning, I was listening to this podcast called... Um, what's it called? Like, Happiness Podcast? Wait, let me just check. <laughs> The Happiness Lab. And then... Um, mm. And then... One of the episodes was about habits. Um, yeah. And then the thing is, if you want to make good habits, like you have to kind of make it easier for you or you have to put obstacles so that you don't get into a bad habit. So, for example, like if you want to work out and then your gym is like an hour drive away, you know, then it's going to be hard for you to, you know, start working out just because like it's hard there's that obstacle so if you mm-hmm. want to make it easier for you to work out like maybe you can just find a closer gym or like you can yeah. just like find a workout routine at home or if you want to kick mm-hmm. a bad habit like i don't mm-hmm. know say snacking you know like eating chips or chocolate like just don't have it mm-hmm. at your home yeah Yeah, so it's kind of like these little mind tricks that you can play with yourself to kind yeah. of, yeah, trick yourself into doing something or not doing something. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of mind yeah. tricks, like I feel, I don't know if it's the same with you, but I feel that the older I get, the more cynical <laughs> I start becoming. Like, I mean... Okay, so I think if a person, so if someone would see me or meet me, I probably don't come across as cynical because, you know, I, I don't really, I'm not like really out there with my sarcasm, but like internally, like when I try to deal with, say, an issue or, yeah, like sort of like when I'm in a difficult position, I start getting a bit like cynical in a sense like, okay, it can't be worse than this. And then I'll start not really thinking positively. And I think that sort of feeds into being a bit gloomy overall. But at the same time, it's like a coping mechanism because you maybe have a certain level of expectation or maybe I, you know, before the cynicism kicked in, I was quite dreamy and I was like just idealistic with many things so when that so life true, just kicked you hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> you basically <laughs> but what do you mean when you're cynical like when you're coming across something new or meeting someone new mm, no it's more like how i deal with problems okay or like a difficult situation or if say i'm having um you know, a bickering match with my husband. <laughs> like, I start to, 
you know, back then, I would make maybe everything this, how do you say, like heated match of who's correct, who's wrong. But now it's like, ugh, I would just like maybe roll my eyes and like, you know, try to come up with something like cynical to say and then, you know, just kind of give a little jab, but not really. And then try to act. So you're more passive aggressive. (laughs) Yeah, I think compared to before. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But then like that's that's also because maybe mentally you're you're placed in so many positions where like survival kicks in and like you know I don't know maybe that's the best way to cope it or at least we me I subconsciously feel like that's the way to but deal does that with the does problem. that resolve the problem though like if you're more passive aggressive about it <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think it came to a point where realistically, it's never going to be super perfect. Like, perfection, the the meaning of perfection changed for me. Like there, I almost feel like there isn't this state of perfection where you're really satisfied with everything and you just have to be okay with that and for me maybe there is a part that's not okay with that still that the only way for me to think that it's okay is that if I just become cynical about it but then like aren't you kind of letting a lot of things slide like say you know you kind of just you know, say a backhanded jab instead of like, you know, really trying to get your point across. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) But then like in the long term, how is that going to be? Exactly. So like mental health or like just being good to yourself, being good to your like mental state is like such a hard thing because on one hand, you're trying to survive and not put yourself in a position where you're going to be so disappointed and yet that same thing is making you go unhappy or be unhappy it's like weirdly self-sabotaging without you even knowing it oh okay Yeah, so I guess I kind of understand like where you're coming from. And when I was younger, you know, I just like my dream is was to just write full time. And then mm-hmm. but now, you know, like like I said, I'm working nine to five and then writing on the side. And there's nothing wrong with that either. You know, yeah. it's just yeah, it's just like a matter of um, it is hard, but it's a matter of being able to manage my time you know whereas in the past I had the thought you know I I want it all to be this way it should all just be this way but you know the reality of life is like you can't have it perfect your way all the time so you have to make compromises 
Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah. it's one thing to know about it, like in a more logical perspective, and then it's another to really like live it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. For me, I think that's the part I struggle the most. It's like, I know life is unfair. I know there's no such thing as perfection. And we can't really get to that point. But I think deep down, there is that side of me that's like, you know, you know, why not? Like, why can't it be? Like, I'm still trying to pursue that. So that for me is like this vague seed of why mental health is like, so challenging because it's like within me like the issue is within there like really deep seated you know no it's true like that's the same way for me too and i think that's why i need to write so much because i have that ideal really idealistic side inside of me and so when i'm writing it's my world you know i create my own world the way i want it yeah and yeah so i think um I think for a lot of creative people, maybe I think that's why they create as well. You know, like when the real world gets hard, (laughs) like they want to create their own world. True. That's true. Okay. Let me ask a new question. Um, What do you think of pressure? Like, I mean, pressure, like social pressure or the pressures that maybe our age. So, you know, we're in our early 30s now. But, um, you know, maybe right now there's a lot of people we tend to compare with or maybe who are in their next stage of their lives that we're not yet in, like maybe having kids or like, you know, all that stuff. Like, how do you feel that? And do you think that affects you? I think for me personally, um, and maybe this is just because of my personality, if I cared a lot about what other people thought or like outside pressure, um, it just wouldn't be me. Because for example, like, you know, as an Asian person and with both parents being entrepreneurs, obviously, like when I started saying I wanted to be a writer, they were both against it, you know? and. <clears throat> For Asians, for Chinese people, especially your parents' opinion is like it, it's it's very you know it's so much a part of you. Like it's I don't know how to explain it, um, but you know it, it's kind of like there's that very filial part of like Chinese people to get the approval of your parents. Yeah, like it so, shapes your identity, right? Yeah, so, yeah, it does. So yeah. I mean, you know, growing up, I think that was the biggest pressure for me was my parents, you know, wanted all of us to be accountants or whatever, (laughs) business people, right? But Mm -hmm. if I were the type of person who kind of mm, let outside voices shape me, like, I wouldn't even be a writer, like, I wouldn't even start writing, you know? Yeah. So I think just my personal maybe I'm just very antisocial. I don't know. <laughs> but but yeah. for me it's kind of like, you know, if um yeah, I don't really let outside voices um like kind of pressure me or dictate what I mm-hmm. want too much. And also, you know, um I don't know if you've mentioned this before in your podcast, but you know, um you were born in the Philippines and I was 
born in the Philippines as well. Yeah. So growing up in the Philippines, I don't know if you've had this experience,、um, but for me as a Chinese person, growing up in the Philippines,、um, there were a lot of times when、uh, people would make fun of my eyes because you know there's、mm. like they would、mm. always say you know. Like they they would yeah, call yeah. me a slanty-eyed、mm-hmm. person or a slanty-eyed person, and、mm-hmm. um, yeah, and then they would、uh, you know just call me、uh, inchik, which is it's kind of a derogatory、um, term、yeah. for Chinese person. Like it, it's like saying,、uh-huh. right?、Um, mm-hmm. And I know like some people like、um, you know because they. Had people make fun of their eyes a lot. They go through the eyelid surgery thing, you know, to make their eyes look bigger. Yeah. But for me, I, like it kind of, I didn't really mind it as much. Like, of course, I knew if it was offensive, but then I was like, you know, why are you making fun of me for being who I am? Kind of thing. So. Yeah. That's good, though. I mean. I think it, yeah, definitely. Like, there's personality that's involved, and maybe like environmentally, like,、um, you know, what you this, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, that 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 also shapes how you think and how you view it. For me, I think, honestly, ever since I was a kid, I was, um, um, I was always. Very conscious of like trends and what's new and what is like popular for that time, and because of that, like I always wanted to know what is the, how do you say what people what other people are doing and what is the in thing right now, and I think that's so that's so dangerous. Like with with social media now being so big is like. Now I have this platform of like really knowing what is trendy and what is, you know, what is the new thing and what is the new look that we want to achieve and like what is the new body type that we want to have and all these stuff, right? So that is the social pressure I think that I feel, and it's a bit of a challenge to not like pay attention to it because. Because yeah, I mean, it's it's easy to sort of you know get sucked into it. I would say. Yeah, for sure.、Yeah. I I do understand that pressure as well. Because I mean, it, it's not like I'm totally immune to it. I I do think,、um, you know, in terms of、uh, like working out, for example, you know, I I do work out because I. You know, I don't want to gain too much weight as well, right? So it's kind of,、um, I still want to have like a certain, I guess, standard for myself. And of course, everybody has different standards, you know, for themselves. Like they shouldn't,、um, you know, just go, you know, like crash diets or whatever just to achieve a certain look. They should do it for themselves. But I do understand. That kind of pressure as well, but for me, I guess what I do is kind of,、um, you know, I I just kind of look at my own life and like look at the kind of life I want to live and the kind of goals I want to achieve, and、mm-hmm. and that really I think grounds me,、um, you know, instead of yeah, 
kind of always comparing myself to others i think it's really good to have kind of that yeah goal or whatever that you have to ground you yeah i think one perspective that i think it was my brother that gave me is like it's never gonna be enough like you know when you're single you want to have a boyfriend when you have a boyfriend you want to be married when you're married you want to have kids when you have kids you want to have grandkids like it's never gonna be enough and we will always want the next thing of whatever it is that you know we think is is necessary to move forward in life and i think that's also the theme of this like and why i created this podcast is because it's kind of hard navigating like what is it that we want and where we want to be at when you know we're all just trying to figure it out at the end of the day and we're all actually quite vulnerable <laughs> as much as we don't want to admit that and you know we're all just human so yeah i think it's it's this shift of perspective to see that every person that posts maybe their best look or the best pose on Instagram, they also are trying to refer to some other type of people that they feel socially pressured to abide by, you know, or something along those lines where we're all just trying to look good and figure it out and and make it seem as though our lives are all put together in a way. And I don't know if it's like, you know, it doesn't look good to to expose our flaws and to expose our vulnerabilities and stuff and yeah i mean to an extent you don't really need to expose it to to the public you know that's for what for sympathy or you know it, it you don't need to do that but as long as you know it within yourself that you know you're just trying to figure it out and then you're just trying to be as kind to yourself as possible then i think that's what matters at the end of the day yeah for sure i think um like how you are able to cope with your mental well-being is to um, figure out what your triggers are like i think the first step is recognizing it and then you can figure out how you cope with yeah. certain triggers um yeah yeah absolutely i mean i feel like we humans are so complex in a way and like the deeper we think it's like it's like this bottomless pit of like i don't know this it's like a black hole almost like we just keep digging and digging through the mystery of what we're trying to solve and sometimes we even forget what we're trying to solve but i think um yeah. when i try to see it in a you know when i try to see it in a third view or third person view like from afar rather is like okay we are mm, we are in a way like mind and body and at least for me in my belief spirit as well so there is a huge component of what we can do spiritually or like in in terms of meditation or prayer or silence or whatever works for everyone that i think influences also the way we handle mental health 
because right now I know it's a big thing and it is science and it is proven that being physically healthy will also help you to be mentally healthy but I mean there is no science really that says like oh you know I don't know praying will help or something like that there is um like do you meditate I mean, prayer is a kind of meditation. Exactly. I think I I see it as the same thing. Yeah, because there is actually a study, I think it was done by Harvard. So, um, like, you know, Tibetan monks, you know, they live in, like, I guess the Himalayas. And so very mountainous region. And then it gets really cold in the winter, right? And so by just meditating they can actually control their body temperature so even if like say they're meditating outside in the snowy mountain in sub-zero temperature they actually don't feel cold because Mm. they have that much control over their mind and body through Mm. meditation Mm -hmm. yeah that's crazy i mean i think i've seen like a tv show or something like that like they can even regulate the pain signal in their head yeah like, yeah right oh yeah i've seen those where they like get beaten by a hammer or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then they don't feel the pain yeah <laughs> mm. I mean, I think our minds are just so crazy. Like we, it's so amazing and crazy and, you know, it's just full of mysteries and that's kind of what makes us, us. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. Okay. This, I think I will, this will be my last question and I will try to wrap this up a bit, but okay. I know this might sound harsh, but sometimes in life i encounter some people that i feel like are very superficial like shallow (laughs) and then i'm just like oh my god like for example those are the people that say i won't really get into deep conversations because i feel like I, i can't even go there and um you know of course they're not really in my close inner circle but i do encounter some people every now and then I always wonder if they, even them, like, do they get affected or do they even think of these kinds of topics that we're thinking about? Because, of course, this stems from us thinking and, you know, wanting, like, the asking the question why's and how's and, you know, who's and all these, like, questions. But, like, if you're quite on the surface (laughs) i think is me is it because like you don't have as deep of a connection with them like you're not really like that much of a close like you don't have like a close friendship that's why they don't really talk about deeper stuff oh maybe that could be too (laughs) but i also (laughs) i also wonder if they're just like really not thinking about it like they're not like, okay, if you say it in a bad way, it's like air <laughs> But kind of like, that helps them because that doesn't... I mean, yeah, that's true. Right? I think, you know, maybe people cope with um, conflict or problems differently. And I think if maybe for them, that's how they cope by just not thinking about it and just kind of um, distracting themselves with like, you know, just partying and whatever. I mean... 
I think everybody is on a different, I guess, journey or evolution in their lives. So yeah, yeah, and I think for me, <laughs> for me, the way yeah. I think about it is that if、um, we don't really match that way, like energetically or whatever, then you know, then our relationship will be just that. You know, it will be just a surface relationship, and I think for me,、right. not every encounter has to be like super meaningful or super deep. Like it's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah, for yeah. me, it's just the way、mean. it is.、Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, for sure. I think that's also part But- of what you said. You know, like now that we're kind of older, like I compromise more. But when I was、um, younger, it was like. Yeah, I think I felt the same way that oh, like you're you're either my friend, or, like if you're my friend, like you know we're we're really friends, you know, kind of like we talk about everything, blah blah blah. But then doesn't always turn out that way. So now I'm kind of just okay with letting things go, like even if we just have a shallow relationship, you know, that's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you never know. Some it's just good to be nice to everyone for sure, because you never know what happens and you know when you might need them, and maybe they'll be the one who's there to help、yeah. you when you need it the most, right? So you never know. You never、That's、know.、True. It's yeah, but yeah, I think、um, interestingly, we've also spoken a lot about like re- human like relationships, not just about mental health, but. Um, overall, yeah, I think it was a good conversation, <laughs> right? I think so. <laughs>、yeah. But how about you?、Yeah. What do you think about, like, I guess when you encounter more shallow relationships now, like, are you kind of fine with that now, or like?、Mm. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean. Before I felt like I had to be so deep with everyone, like all the time. But I have learned to see the benefit of having different kinds of friends or different kinds of people around me for different purposes. You know, not everyone you will interact with will be your best friend, and it's a bit sneaky to think like, okay, every person has a purpose because that's not really trying. That's not what I'm trying to get at, but at the same time, like when you're nice to them, you won't really create any、um, sort of yeah, yeah tension with right. And and at the end of the day, that's kind of what we're trying to achieve anyway. So yeah, if I feel like a person's a bit superficial or I can't really relate to that person or. Yeah, I'm. I feel like the conversation is not worth my, yeah, maybe investment or time. Then I'll just, yeah, try to be nice and, you know, move on, move forward. Yeah, something like I that. I agree because like there's so many different people in the world, and we have to share this space to everyone. So you know, I think just making it as pleasant. An interaction as possible would be like better than you know, I don't know. Yeah, just picking a fight for、yeah. no reason. <laughs> <laughs>
yeah crazy enough that can happen in life oh my gosh yeah like the karens like have you heard of like oh my god i think that was just a term that i started hearing like last year yeah (laughs) that's so true but that's how people are also not happy because i mean right i mean that's that's sort of reflection of like if you what's that term like if your cup is half if, if your cup is like over like full then you can't you have nothing to really absorb or you can't give what you don't uh, yeah, have that's basically true. that's true yeah, yeah. so anyway <laughs> it's it's a very interesting topic i think it's going to be the theme of this year as well with covid and quarantine becoming a lot stricter like at least for here in the netherlands we have a curfew now so we can't go out after 8 30 i think um so yeah i think mental health will be such a big topic this year and will continue to be it will always be anyway yeah yeah but anyway anyway thank you so much Phoebe, again for joining this um conversation and i really had a fun time just talking about it and i know it's not scripted and we don't really have like an agenda or what to accomplish with and probably in the future it will be a lot more structured i hope it will because i think it's better for the listeners as well and for (laughs) us (laughs) but um yeah i think this one's a good one and uh Thank you again. Thanks, so much. and it was good because it's also kind of like catching up with you too. Yeah. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yay. Thank you again, guys. Okay. Okay, guys. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I will see you in my next episode. Bye. Stay curious. <laughs>